I went to the dentist like a couple days ago and I realized that I like hearing the sound of of the dental tools scraping my teeth. That sounds so gross. It's like ASMR, except instead of eating food or whispering or, I don't know, scratching something, it's like teeth scraping. Hannah hates that sound. She hates going to a dentist because of that. I like the scraping. I like hearing the, the vacuum suction. Even though it's all in your mouth, it's okay for you? Yeah. And I like hearing my spit as it swirls around the tools. You love going to a dentist. And you feel clean afterwards. You don't like the sound of the dentist tools? Not in particular. Not the sound. I mean, I'm just there. I'm just, I'm concentrated on not feeling pain. But I'm fine going to a dentist. Too bad you can only go two times a year. Our dentist knows that we adopted a baby boy. How do they know? You told our dental hygienist. And then our dental hygienist told our dentist. I'm surprised that they made that connection that we were married and they knew who we were because we went like a week apart. I think the odds would have been very slim that somebody would have adopted a newborn baby and then somebody else would have also adopted a newborn baby within the same time frame. You mentioned it to them. Oh uh, yeah, because she oh. said, what's new? And I said, oh, I adopted, oh. <laughs> we adopted a baby boy. <laughs> I went a week after we adopted him, and then she immediately looked at me, thinking that I gave birth, thinking, wow, you're like out and about. And I was like, no, I, I didn't. Our baby boy's name is Linus, and you wrote his adoption birth story on your blog. Mm-hmm. Writing about Linus's birth story, I think I wanted to just present the facts just like what happened, when it happened, how did it happen? And I think the easiest way for me to do that was to blog about it. And I feel like a lot of people are going to ask us if they like text us or email us. I don't want to just kind of write the same things over again so I can just leave them to our, my blog post. But I would be happy to talk to them in person and be more specific about how it happened. But I think a lot of people are curious. Yeah, so this first blog post, of the series or whatever it is, is just how he came to be. Do you think you will end up writing about him? I think that I don't need to write his entire birth story because you already did. I guess I could give my own perspective, but I don't know if that's really interesting or not. Mm. I, I, th- I would be interested. Oh, well, thanks. You can just tell me personally. Yeah, you don't I can have to tell write you about it. <laughs> I think what is I'll that weird th- that we haven't talked about this then? No, no. Okay. I think, I mean, because we experienced it together, you know, I think I have, I think I have words to write about thoughts becoming a dad, but I don't feel like I need to tell his, the story of how Mm -hmm. he was born and how I lived through it. Mm -hmm. Where did you write that blog entry at? So my parents were going to babysit Linus. And I figured, okay, I am going to go out and to do some work. And I was on Instagram and I saw on Bo Pomofo's post that they were inviting people to go to their shop to study or work or be creative or design stuff. And I thought, perfect. I am going to go to Bo Pomofo the next day to do that. And I will catch up on all my emails and all my all the blogs I need to read, and I will myself blog about Linus. I spent four hours at Bopomofo. It was great. 
and I was working with my earphones in and I was so concentrated. I was just like typing nonstop. And then Phil comes in and he like talks to almost all the customers, but I was still very focused and like he obviously did not talk to me, which I'm fine with, but then he put his backpack next to mine because I think he was going to do some work like after he talks to people, but then he moved his backpack. (laughs) Maybe he just needed a place to put his backpack. Then he moved his backpack to a different seat and started sitting there. I think because it was more comfortable. Anyway, I think he knew I was very focused. Writing your adoption story. I mean, he didn't know it was. But I did Instagram that I was there. And they reposted it. That's it. They reposted it on their story? Yeah, it's not. They just, yeah. That's cool. Did they give you the at foreign creatures tag? I think it's the reposting story where you click on it and you can go to my Instagram. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so actually Amy, Amy Lee saw it through Bopomofo. Hi, Amy. <laughs> and then Tiff Lou joined me, and then she knows Ewangus, and he gave her an orange Julius to try. Is that off the menu? It's a, it's a new drink that they're trying out. <laughs> okay, so I ended up going to Bopomofo with you maybe a couple weeks ago. And I overcame my fear. What was your fear? I just didn't want to be part of that whole scene. I mean, you know, he has like fans there and, you know, there's a lot of hype surrounding it. Mm. I didn't want to get let down. Were you let down? I was not. I felt comfortable. There wasn't like a crowd. I don't think it was slow. I think they had business. Yeah. It was a weekday too when we went. It was a weekday. Yeah. Yeah. But Philip was there and... It was cool. I want to go back again, though. What? To Bopomofo with you. Oh. Yeah, you said you want to try different drinks, right? Yeah, I had the jasmine milk tea with boba. It was pretty good. After you wrote your blog post at Bopomofo, <laughs> you actually went to a Wong Fu screening. This would be your second Wong Fu screening. We actually talked about the first Wong Fu screening we went to in a previous podcast episode. Yeah, you took me there for a date. It's a good date. <laughs> this, one, this one just happened... To be a Wong Fu date. I don't know how that happened. But Tiflu invited me to see the Dating After College series at Atlantic Times Square. So I thought, okay, I'll I'll go. And I asked if you wanted to go. I was taking care of Linus. (laughs) But would you have gone? I was taking care of Linus. My parents could have taken care of Linus. Anyway, I decided to go. I I enjoyed the series. Since Linus has been born, we were able to watch one movie together. And that was Avengers Mm -hmm. Endgame. Now, I don't want to reveal any spoilers just in case people haven't listened to it watched it just in case people haven't watched it i enjoyed the movie you however didn't enjoy it as much as i did Uh why is that i didn't like how the story played out i was very dismayed i was very dissatisfied unsatisfied i think they tried to do some jokes here and there but it was hard for me to laugh I feel like this whole Marvel universe, I would be happy if it ended at Avengers Infinity War. So it's like unresolved where the bad guy just wins everything? I think I would be okay with that knowing what happens in Avengers. (laughs) What? We'll just leave it at that. Did I spoil anything? No, you didn't spoil anything, but you're basically saying 
You're basically saying that you want Thanos to win. You want him to wipe out half the human population and you want the Avengers to lose. Some people may not have watched Avengers Infinity War just now and you just spoiled it. I did. Oh, you know, I've had several dreams after watching Avengers Endgame because I was so like distraught. I had like bad dreams about it. I was so distraught. (laughs) I don't know what happened. We've surprisingly been able to do a lot considering Linus just joined our family. And maybe it's because he's a newborn, so all he does is eat, sleep, and poop. Sometimes pee. Sometimes pee. It's normally (laughs) mixed. Yeah, we've been able to do kind of more creative things than normal. What have you been working on? I've been pretty productive. It's weird. I think because I know when he's asleep, I got to get things done. But I recently got a Glowforge, which is a laser cutter. This was the big project that you were hinting at in previous Mm. podcasts. Yes. It was a hefty cost, but it's going to be worth it. A Glowforge is a laser cutter that can cut wood, acrylic, leather, or engrave all those items. So I made a couple pieces for a one-year-old birthday party for Arcadia PTA and for someone's house. Very simple things for now, just trying to figure out how to use it still. So in the future, I do plan on using it more and doing custom orders. This Glowforge is huge. I didn't realize that it was going to be so big. Yeah, I thought I could bring it upstairs and leave it in my workroom, but I didn't realize I needed a vent to go outside. I should have done more research. I left it downstairs and I put it next to a window so it could vent out. A vent to blow out the heat. The heat and all the dust from the wood that it engraves and cuts. So for a whole month, it's been like on a foldable table, like right next to our stairs. But then I decided, oh, you know, I should just get a kitchen cart. I should put it on the kitchen cart and then hide it in the closet. And so that's what I did. And now it's like we don't even have a Glowforge that's out and about. Now, the trick is that once you hide the Glowforge, you're going to forget that you have the Glowforge and you're not going to use it. Am I? I don't know. Are you? (laughs) So if you guys need anything laser cut, any projects, let me know. Oh, I've been also cutting a lot for church. I've been using it a lot for church. I made the pastoral and staff name tags and the room signs. And eventually I will make more like actual room signs. And directional and restroom signs and nursing signs, any signs. You recently celebrated your first Mother's Day at church, although you weren't really celebrating because I was at home with the baby. Mm, yes. What were you doing at church? So for Mother's Day this year, we, we planned on having four Mother's Day backdrops. And I was in charge of two of them. And one of our other staff members, she was in charge of the other two. So for my two, I decided to do a wood piece and a balloon arch for the second one so then the day before mother's day i went to church with the help of tiff lu tiff hui and al and we worked on the backdrop together and then on mother's day we put it all together and i think it worked out pretty well it took a lot more effort than i thought it would be but it was worth it It was all worth it to see the families take photos in front of the backdrop. So I feel like I've been pretty creative, even though Linus has been in our life. Those are all the creative projects I've currently been working on. I know, Erin, you have some that you've been working on too? Uh, The first thing that I've been working on is that I've been trying to fix my Instagram presence. 
I haven't really had an Instagram presence for a long time. And so I wanted to jump in and take more photos and start using Instagram Live to broadcast live videos. Wasn't that kind of scary to go live like almost every weekday? It was super scary and it still is scary. I, I want to get more practice in and I need stuff to talk about. It's scary because I know the people that watch it, but some of them, you know, they're just like kind of acquaintances. Some of them are my actual friends. Some of them are old friends. Some of them are current friends. So it's, <laughs> it's a very mixed audience that I'm broadcasting to. Also, I know not everybody's a Christian. And, you know, if I talk about faith, then it could get kind of personal. And so I think those are the scary aspects of it. I'm willing to jump in and try to learn how to be better at talking live and being in front of a camera. The scary thing is actually being myself in front of the camera. So when you talk live, do you have an agenda or are you just, just whatever is in your head at the moment? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work on that still. I, I like to have a topic in mind. And then in my head, I kind of know where I want to go, but I don't know how it's going to turn out until I actually do it. And so, yeah, I have a roadmap. I have an agenda. I have a list of things I want to go through, but I don't script it out. That's for sure. I think you're doing a good job. I think it's kind of odd that you're kind of doing it, but because I know you're introverted and you don't really like to like show your face in the social media sense. But I know your desire to improve as an artist and to speak well and to to present yourself in that type of manner. I think because you want to do that, I think it makes sense. I wasn't planning to jump into Instagram. I was actually planning to kind of go away from Instagram after Linus was born. But for some reason, he sparked this creativity inside of me. Maybe it's because I feel that I'm running out of time. No, I don't think it's because I feel like I'm running out of time. I, I, I feel that like it's just new. It's a new creative spark that I have mm. just to start running again. I don't think it's that I feel like I'm running out of time or like, oh, like I got to get it all together because I was stuck on ETJ music for a while. I was trying to mix this, this last song and I couldn't get it set in my mind about how I wanted it to feel and what direction I wanted my background vocals to go and what parts I wanted to come in and out of focus during the song. But after he was born, I found some time to sit down and it was really easy. Like I, I just started messing around with it and I had clarity in my mind about how I wanted the song to sound like. It's like I had vision all over again for music. And so I, I think it's just renewed focus and passion to jump into creative stuff and get stuff done now maybe is what it is. So there's new ETJ? Yeah. Uh, me and Warren have a three-song album, EP, Spotify playlist that we're going to release at the end of this month to celebrate Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Oh, that's why you're doing it? Well, I, I think it's fitting that we release it now. Uh, like I said, I was stuck on this stuff for a while. And so because I was able to overcome that hurdle, I think it's the right time to release it. So these are three new songs? 
They are three songs that we have not recorded as this version of Earth to Jupiter before. Mm. The story is that Warren wrote these songs a long time ago, at least 10 years ago, maybe. And we recorded them as like an actual band with physical drums and guitar and bass guitar, no electronic vocals. And so this time around, I said, hey, Warren, I want to redo these songs in the current style that we have, this electronic style. And he was on board with it. And I feel like the songs fit perfectly into our current sound. And I think they're our best songs. So when when is it released? It will come out on May 31st. Nice. Even though Linus is in our lives now, I'm glad that we're still able to do creative things. Yeah, and that reminds me. The last podcast, you said that it was difficult for us to collaborate on things. Do you still think that? Yeah. 